0: thought i better hit the record button before anything else happens just do it just do it oh god <laughs> i almost closed down it is always you you're right
1: it is i don't know why it should be you you broke your microphone like the first time you took it out of the package remember you ripped you didn't break the
0: microphone you ripped the <laughs> foam thing i did i ripped the foam cover trying to put it on And then, but I didn't rip the port, but when I was trying to plug it in, it just went all the way in and would fall out. And I'm like, what's going on? So Ryan took the bottom part of it off and he's like, you just totally broke all the contacts. It was shredded in there. (laughs) You just got so excited about podcasting. So I had to order a new one. Either that or I'm too strong. He's like, be more gentle on your electronics. I told you, I still keep mine in the bubble wrap, but I do need to be more careful. Hi. (laughs) Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? A little sunburned, but that's okay. I am a little too. It was good to get out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And go hiking finally, because we had nice weather here for a change. It wasn't insufferably hot.
1: My cat was meowing.
0: Sorry. <laughs> you looked concerned.
1: <laughs> I always get concerned when she meows, because I always think something's wrong, but I think she's just talking. She's talking to her birds. Here she is. <laughs> Hi, kitty. <laughs> Here I'll keep it like that. So if you see her jump the screen, you just let me. I'll know. tell you because she's okay. figured out that she can jump onto the screen and then scoot her body and actually open the screen door while doing that.
0: So through our Skype screens, I will keep an eye out if your cat jumps the screen, and you can keep an eye out if somebody walks into my. Yes, apartment.
1: <laughs> that happened before. Except it was Ryan, but I did not know that. This is how you have each other's backs.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Hello i'm dana i'm Kristen. thank you for joining us again for our side note about the cecil hotel um last week i talked about the death of elisa lamb whose naked body was found floating in a water tank on the roof of the cecil hotel in los angeles and i mentioned briefly about how the hotel had its own unique reputation and i just decided to do a side note about it so i could focus on just the hotel and not distract from elisa's story in that episode Sources can be found all over the internet and all of our (laughs) books (laughs) about this place. The ones I used most were lacurbed.com, atlashospitality.com, ladailymirror.com, a few Wikipedia links, and kcet.org. I think most people have at least heard of the Cecil Hotel and are somewhat familiar with the legend around it. There's been mysterious deaths reported there over the years. It's reported to be haunted, and it's also famous for hosting serial killer Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker. You mentioned him, I think, in the Elisa episode. Yes. Yes, I did. The Cecil was built in 1924. It was built with the intention of being a semi-luxury hotel for tourists and business travelers, and it helped that it was located in downtown L.A. It did okay for a while, but in 1929, that's when the stock market crashed, and it ushered in the Great Depression and years of economic downturn. Then in the 1930s and 40s, the population of Skid Row increased and the Cecil Hotel is like right on the corner of the Skid Row boundary. What's interesting too is that we know it as the Cecil Hotel, but the actual name is Hotel Cecil. Oh. It was copied from a famous Hotel Cecil in London. Hmm. And the sign out front of the hotel even says Hotel Cecil today. It doesn't say Cecil Hotel. Interesting. Interesting. But everywhere I see it, it's the CISO Hotel. So I don't know how that got turned around, but I think Mm -hmm. that's interesting. Now, for those who might not know, Skid Row is a neighborhood in Los Angeles that has the largest stable population of homeless people in the United States. It covers about 50 city blocks. So area-wise, it's pretty big. And the 2019 count had the population at about 4,700 people. But back in the 30s and 40s, it was said to have been around 10,000. Wow. That's a lot crammed in that area.
1: That's a lot of people.
0: So the area was soon associated with crime and drugs, litter, public health issues. In the early 2000s, police and hospitals would even drop off homeless patients there. Or if they ever did street sweeps, and they would just take homeless people out there and leave them. You know, like if they're hosting a huge event in town, they have to kind of clear the, the homeless people off the streets, I guess. They would just put them in right. squad cars and just drop them off over there. Right. They called this dumping it's a terrible word. It's a terrible way to treat people. I was
1: going to say, such a nice term to be used for human beings.
0: Right. And if you were homeless and you haven't a place to go and you were in the hospital and you got discharged, a lot of times they would take you there too because you don't have anywhere else to go.
1: Instead of taking them to a place where they could, you know, get care and housing, food. Yeah.
0: Help them out a little something. Help them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the Cecil's not exactly in the best neighborhood. But when this area started to decline, the Cecil started seeing an increase in deaths at the hotel. The first is said to have been a man named W.K. Norton, who was found in his room after having taken several capsules of some type of poison. He was 46. This happened in 1931. So this is the earliest known incident that we know. But I don't know if this is like poison poison or if he OD'd on some kind of drug he was taking. Right. If it was intentional, if it was accidental, I don't know the circumstances around it. We just have a man that was poisoned in his room. I mean, there was one guy there, though, who was arrested for selling drugs, and he was caught with about $10,000 worth of opium. Jeez. Today's money is about $167,000. Wow. That was around the same time, so maybe it's connected. I don't know. The year after that, 1932, a 25-year-old man shot himself in his room and died. Then a man was crushed by a truck against the outside wall of the hotel and died when a truck ran off the road and pinned him to the hotel. Oh, oh, what? That's bad. I know. This is terrible. And I promise I'm not going to go into, like, details about every single person that's died because there's a lot. Because there's probably a lot. (laughs) Especially self-inflicted ones. But I do want to point out some of the more bizarre and more talked about cases. Right. Wikipedia has a full list of all of the known deaths at the Cecil Hotel. So far, there's at least 16 confirmed deaths, one where a woman went to the hospital, but nobody ever confirmed if she lived afterwards, so that one's Mm -hmm. unknown. In 1937, Grace Magro, she fell from a ninth-story window, and she landed on some telephone wires that she got tangled up in, and she died later at the hospital.
1: Mm. They don't know
0: if her death was accidental, intentional, or meant to be self-inflicted.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: In 1938, a man jumped off the top floor of the hotel and landed on the skylight of the building next door. Oh. This next part is, I am going to warn people, it deals with an infant death. And it's a little, it's kind of, it is dark. So fast forward the next, you know, 30 seconds or a minute or so, if you don't Mm want to hear it. I'll give you a few seconds here as a buffer. So you can (laughs) find it, find your phone or your computer okay all right we good yeah in 1944 a woman named dorothy jean purcell was living there with her boyfriend and she got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night apparently she was pregnant and she didn't know it so she went into labor well she had the baby things didn't look good she thought the baby was stillborn and she didn't want to wake her boyfriend so she threw the baby's body out of the window, and it landed on the roof of the next door building.
1: Oh, God. Why wouldn't you just wake up your boyfriend? I, I don't know.
0: Mm. I don't know. She was later charged with murder, but found not guilty by reason of insanity.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got some problems if, if you're doing something like that. Obviously, you, you have some things that you're going through.
0: I think if I owned a building next door to the CISO Hotel, I would have to install a net or some giant pillows or something on my roof. Something, yes. (laughs) Maybe ladders or something in case somebody changes your mind. I don't know. Or what about like... I don't know if they have this today, but because it does have a reputation and apparently you can still get onto the roof that we learned after the yes. Ocean Lamb episode, maybe put the signs up that has the suicide hotline on it or some kind of resources where it's like if That's you a good idea. Thinking about this because you're at this hotel, because some people might be drawn to it because of that. Right. And it may be I don't want to say a good way to go, but to them it could seem fitting. So just Put something at the top, maybe, or a security guard, or some kind of resources to where, or maybe a fence around the roof.
1: Yeah. No, I I like the idea of the suicide hotline. I think that's I think that's a really good idea.
0: I don't know of any hotel that I've ever stayed in, though, where you can open windows. You can't.
1: Oh, I don't no, think I you- lied.
0: One time we stayed in one, but it was like a second or third story, and it was um outside of Yellowstone National Park. Actually, because we could open the window and the screen was still there. But I mean, if you wanted to pop the screen out, you could.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel where you can open the window.
0: This wasn't like a Holiday Inn type of hotel. It was more of like a local one. And it was really cool, though, because we could open the window and hear the wolves howling in the park. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. It was amazing. But yeah, I thought that you just couldn't. I thought they did that on purpose as a safety feature. Right. So back to the Cecil. In 1962, a woman named Pauline Otten got into an argument with her estranged husband, and after he left her room, she jumped from her room and landed on a 65-year-old man named George Giannini, and they both died instantly. Oh my gosh. So he's just, what, walking past? Minding his own business. Oh my lord. Police thought that they maybe have jumped together? somehow or another but his hands were still in the pockets of his coat so he oh, like God. died instantly at least he didn't you know feel, hopefully he didn't suffered. know what was happening at least he didn't suffer right in 1964 a woman got raped and murdered in her room at the hotel a worker discovered the body of goldie osgood who people called pigeon goldie because she was known to carry around a bag of bird seed and feed the pigeons in pershing square that was nearby to this day her murder is still unsolved. They, they probably don't care. And of course, perhaps the most well-known death at the hotel happened in February of 2013 when the body of Elisa Lamb was found floating in the water tank mm-hmm. of the hotel roof. She was last seen on a camera in a hotel elevator acting very strangely. And after being reporting as missing for weeks, her body was found only after residents complained of low water pressure and a bad taste and smell to their water. Yuck. Ew. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, um, feel free to go back and listen to it yes a lot of this would make sense too talking about the cecil yes it would i mean it, it's no wonder the cecil got nicknamed the suicide hotel yeah, because there's so many deaths there people there's so much
1: well it's it's not really surprising that they've named it at this renamed it at this point
0: i don't think a rebranding is going to help you though
1: no but at least when you google it it doesn't pop up suicide murder serial killers
0: in the 80s, serial killer Richard Ramirez lived at the CISO Hotel, and I mentioned Jake Anderson's book Gone at Midnight in my Lisa Lamb episode, where he talks to some current and former residents and employees of the hotel. Some of them remember seeing him around, and they talk about running into him in the hall in the elevator, etc. cetera. Oh,
1: that's, that's crazy. How creepy.
0: And apparently there's a restaurant down the corner called Margarita's Place that he ate at often. And the last time I checked Google Maps, and this was a couple of days ago, it was still there. so some people wonder if he was staying there at the time when he committed some of his murders on his murder spree
1: we could do a whole episode on him
0: you know what he's probably one of the serial killers that i don't know the most about
1: yeah i was about to say the same thing i know who he is but i really don't know that much about him obviously i know you hear the name richard ramirez and you know if you're you and me and
0: other people like us you know Like the famous picture of him with the pentagram on his palm and like the bad dental work.
1: I know the bad dental work. I know that. But yeah, I don't know that much
0: about him. We should do an episode on him sometime. We should. There was another serial killer from Austria. His name was Jack Unterweiger. I hope I say that right. He stayed at the hotel in nineteen ninety one and it said that he emulated Richard Ramirez and possibly wanted to copy his crimes. Jack would rape and strangle women with their own bra straps. And he did this in Austria and a few times here in America. And his murders were really violent like Richard Ramirez's were. hmm He was later caught and extradited back to Austria to answer for the murders there, but he hung himself in his prison cell before trial, and he used the same knot that he used on the women's bra straps to kill them with. Ew, what a weirdo. And a coward. Some people online say Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia, mm-hmm. frequented the Cecil Hotel bar and was seen there the night of her murder. That's right. However... I think that's just a rumor because the hotel and where she was found are about 11 miles apart. And there's absolutely zero evidence that she frequented the hotel or was seen at the bar the night she was killed. So you can do with that information what you will. It's just one of those online things that people say. I try to find some kind of eyewitness story or newspaper account or anything about somebody Mm -hmm. saying that they saw her there, but I couldn't. So she, she's so well-known.
1: Yeah, and the Cecil's so well known. It probably you know one of those things like Pearl Bryan in yeah Bobby Mackey's. Somehow she's got tied to Bobby Mackey's when she had no connection to Bobby Mackey's.
0: Normally, I don't like to put unfounded stories or rumors or conjecture or anything in these kind of in our podcast episodes, but I felt like this is so such a part of the Cecil Hotel story. I didn't want to completely ignore it. In 2007, the hotel was sold to new owners, and it was sold again in 2014. The new development company said they were committed to the preservation of architecturally and historically significant components of the hotel. But in an article by the L.A. Times, the president of the development company said, quote, we are gutting the entire building. We're going to redevelop it from the doorway to the roof and everything in between. So we want to preserve it, but we are ripping it all apart. Yeah, yeah. In 2011, the hotel rebranded itself, changing the name from the Cecil Hotel to the Stay on Main. The hotel had about 600 rooms before, but now they want to renovate the rooms and create 301 micro-apartments ranging from 150 to 325 square feet, and they can each have their own bathrooms, which currently the rooms did not. People had to share bathrooms at the hotel. Oh, it's like a bad dorm room. It's kind of like a hostel, I guess. It's like part hotel, part hostel, part apartment building.
1: Part dorm room? There's a lot going on there. Share bathrooms? (laughs) (laughs)
0: When Elisa stayed there, they didn't have their own private bathroom and they had to share. The company also plans to host activities for residents to build a gym and a display of complete tone deafness wants to plan a rooftop renovation that includes a swimming pool.
1: Oh God, no. Oh my Lord. I would never. Did no one think about that? Did no one think that one through? No. Mm -mm. There's no one to say maybe this is a bad idea.
0: Work was supposed to begin in 2017 and be complete by 2019, and I'm not sure what the current status is, but the current view on the Google map does not have a rooftop pool and everything kind of looks the same, so... Yeah, just leave... No, just leave it alone. Don't do a rooftop pool where a woman died in a water tank. No. That's got bad idea written all over it.
1: Don't even do anything to the roof. Just don't. Just leave, just leave, it. leave it.
0: Just leave Close it Just Close it off
1: where people can't get up there.
0: Yes. The hotel has shown up in pop culture often. And I mentioned in the Elisa Lamb episode about how the plot of the movie Dark Water, both the Japanese and American versions, are so similar to Elisa's story and how the characters in the film were named Cece and Cecilia, which mimics Cecil of Cecil Hotel. Mm -hmm. In 1987, U2 did a rooftop concert on the building next door, and this footage is used in their video for Where the Streets Have No Name. So you can see the Cecil Hotel in the background through a lot of their live shots.
1: I'm going to have to go watch that.
0: The song will be stuck in your head forever because I watched the video when I was doing this and I'm like, now that song is stuck in my head and it's been for days now. (laughs) And plus the hotel was the inspiration for season five of the American Horror Story.
1: Yes, I did know that with Lady Mm -hmm. Gaga.
0: In February 2017, the Los Angeles City Council voted to deem the Cecil a historical cultural monument because it's representative of an early 20th century American hotel and because the historic significance of the architect's body of work. So now it's kind of a historic monument there in L.A. Okay. A funny thing about the hotel is I don't think they have their own dedicated website. I tried to go to CESAHotel.com or stay on Main or anything like that. I could only Mm -hmm. find that I could book rooms through like Google or Booking.com or third-party sites. Okay. That's odd. I don't know why they wouldn't have a dedicated website unless they probably think people might troll them too much. So they just thought it'd be easier if we just don't have one. I would think that they would. I looked up the Google reviews, anyway, on the hotel (laughs) currently. And as recently as a week ago, somebody posted this. One star out of five. Was taking a shower and the water pressure was very low. Also, the water tasted weird and sometimes the water was black. Would not recommend to come here again. I call BS on that one. Oh, they're just trolling. They are. Because of Elisa Lam's death. They're
1: just trolling. Which is awful to do. Come on. Really?
0: Really? Somebody else posted one out of five stars and says, I know about the death of Elisa Lamb and about that. You didn't have to change the name of the hotel. All you had to do was just admit to your crime, move on with your career and not start fresh. I stayed here. Nothing special. Just the bathrooms were dirty. No. Okay. <laughs> There's another one star review that says, according to what I've read, that hotel has a very bad energy. Nope. You think so? <laughs> I don't even think they stayed there. People do review this hotel, though, without having been in it at all. They just want to comment on it. It's not yeah. really a review. It's just a comment. Most of the reviews mention Elisa or make some kind of comment about the water. A lot, of, Like I said, a lot of people haven't even stayed there. They just reviewed it anyway. But a lot of people have stayed there and rate it like any other budget hotel. Common complaints include the bathrooms of the rooms being dirty, it's noisy, or the staff is rude or unhelpful, and that there's a lack of customer service.
1: Can you imagine staying there and not realizing what happened and then someone tells you later?
0: I wonder if people do nowadays, because usually when I'm finding a hotel online, I'm going to look at reviews. I want to see how good it is. Yeah, that's true. And of course, people may stay there just for the history. I mean, I kind of would.
1: I mean, we've stayed in worse places.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the hotel with the roach? (laughs) Yes. And the door lock that popped open. Our door literally opened in the middle of the night no it didn't open it flew open it flew open (laughs) the lock just popped out (laughs) we're just standing there in the room
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then we wake up in the morning and there is a dead roach outside the room like it was trying to escape it was almost
0: dead it was dead when it got into our room (laughs) (laughs) it literally crawled into our room to die yeah That was an experience. That was interesting. That was another day in the life of a Dana Kristen road trip.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, the stories. (laughs) To be fair to the Cecil, though, it does have its share of positive reviews and comments. And a lot of people comment on the history of the hotel and the architecture. And they do mention that it can be a pleasant place to stay. My all-time favorite review, though, comes from Nina about four months ago. She gave it five out of five stars with the comment, I didn't die. Great. (laughs) So that's a brief history of the Cecil Hotel.
1: Cool. And thank you, Nina, for setting the bar so low for the hotel.
0: (laughs) I mean, I would get a five star review if I don't die in a hotel. I thought we were going to when the door flew open. (laughs) yeah i did too wasn't it raining too it It was raining raining, there was somebody in a room next to us unloading a trunk full of groceries or luggage or something yeah
1: i remember there being people around
0: and i remember when we got to the room the phone rang and it was the front office and they said you need to come back up and settle something about your bill and i'm like what (laughs) and i remember because they were doing construction work and there was no lights through the side and half the front of the hotel and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm not walking are you kidding me So I had to go in my truck and go back up to the office.
1: She left me all alone and I was left alone.
0: They were trying to split us up. I know.
1: Good luck, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've stayed in really nice hotels before. I stayed in one in Atlanta. And this is when I went to my very first Paul McCartney concert ever. And it was amazing. And we stayed at a hotel. We got a really good price on it. And it was downtown. It was kind of nice and kind of ritzy. And they had valet parking. It was right across the street from a MARTA station, which is oh, like the you subway. were a little red. <laughs> I was a little red, guys. <laughs> I went down to pick my truck up the next day because we would just rode public transportation all around Atlanta. And then everybody's in front of me checking out and getting their cars. And the valet guys are like, yes, I have the Mercedes and then I have the Lexus (laughs) and I have the Maserati and then it's like, and then I have the GMC Sonoma and it's like my pickup truck that's so rusty and has 200,000 miles on it lined up among all these luxury cars. So I just go and get my keys and I'm like, thank you. And then I tip them and go on.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i love I that, love so that. Much.
0: i love it little red was awesome i miss little red so much love little red good story good side note oh thank you so if you guys have any fun hotel stories or creepy <laughs> hotel stories or stayed at the Cecil hotel or stayed, please, yes. please email us and tell us that story
1: please yes please and if you haven't listened to her lisa Limb story go back and listen to that right now
0: kristen has ordered it
1: i ordered it do it
0: (laughs) and we will see you next week with a mysterious kristen story yes
1: it's very mysterious it's not but it's very weird
0: okay (laughs) all right we'll see y'all next week bye bye
1: down.